Hi, and welcome to the latest episode of the Good Works Podcast. Today, Sarah and I are going to talk about magic in our own way. And as always, please stick with us until the end when we'll tell you what we're looking forward to. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Randy. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing great. Our, our, you know, summer community grant program cycle is wrapped up and notifications went out two days ago. That was a huge cycle. Yeah, it was huge. Do you want to talk about the numbers a little? Yeah, absolutely. So um, in terms of number, so we had 65 applications um, totaling over a million dollars. So for us, that was was a huge, huge, huge cycle. Um, and so we had to make, we made a lot of great decisions or the, you know, the panel made a lot of great decisions. Um, some tough decisions had to be made too, in terms of like who got what and so forth. So, but in the end we are awarding, uh, I think it's $508,000. So over half a million. That's big money. So yeah, it's big money. 55, um, different programs are receiving funding this cycle. So. That's fantastic. Yes, and the awards are out. People know, organizations know, and we'll get to celebrate them this fall. Yes, absolutely. Hopefully in in person. Hopefully. Watching those numbers, keeping an eye, but yeah, Yeah. hopefully. Yeah. So now it's kind of smooth sailing. Yes. Till we get to your favorite time of year. Ah, yes. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) Uh, So... Yesterday, I was having lunch with a community leader, and I'm, I won't name names only because I didn't ask her <laughs> if <laughs> really, I could. Really but as, uh, during our conversation, which was delightful, she said this thing. She said, you know, a pet project or, you know, a thing, if she could just make anything happen mm-hmm. with the snap of her fingers or as if she had a magic wand, she would love to have a trail connecting Elmira and Corning, you know, mm-hmm. a walking, biking trail. Absolutely. And there have been a lot of plans. That, you know, there are lots of things, but a feasibility study needs to be done, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. But mm-hmm. she said if if she could just poof, make it happen, she would. Yeah. And that, that got me thinking, boy, we do all this work. We'd make all these grants. But what if... Sarah, you had a magic <laughs> wand and could just, yeah. with the stroke of a hand, make something reality. What would that be? Well, um, geez, a lot. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would definitely make that trail idea happen. Yeah. Because uh, that sounds absolutely amazing and, and feasible. Yes. Um, with the right thinking and so forth. Um, something that, that I would love, and I know there are a lot of people around here who've also thought about this, and there's been um, April Fool's jokes yes. about this before, too. <laughs> um, and that would be to have a train um, that goes from Corning Elmira area, mm-hmm. doesn't have to be like in one city or the other, but just something, um, connecting to New York City. Love it. And just the possibilities that that would open up for so many people and yeah I, I would love that to happen I second that and I know that Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg has been around a couple times mm-hmm. lately yeah, so yeah. Hmm, yeah, hmm maybe I we think, can manifest that there's just I mean <laughs> not only for like regular community folks who who just want to go yeah. you know on a you know couple day a day trip to the city but I know that there's so many um, people who are employed here who do work in the city, and it would just it would make a lot of sense, um, you know, for everybody. And the environmental impact, environmental impact, would be Absolutely. wonderful. People yeah. not getting in an individual car and mm-hmm. driving yeah. four and a half yeah. hours, but rather sharing that yeah. in a more you know, know train fare isn't 
ridiculously well, expensive. Certainly not in the rest of the world. Right. Well, right. <laughs> so let's right. try to figure That's it out right. yeah, yeah. in a way that this, what would this yeah. look like if we were talking yeah. about Europe? Absolutely. So. Yeah. So that's one of my one of yours. I love it. Yeah. Okay. How about you? What do you? You always have great ideas. Well, no. So I thought of something a little different. Um. Uh. But I would love mental health services with zero waiting time mm-hmm. and zero barriers. Yes. You know. So at no cost. Um, you hear about people all the time in some kind of crisis, and maybe something small going through a relationship. trials in a relationship Mm -hmm. or something huge Mm -hmm. you know uh, a major major emergency or major trauma and they look to the mental health community which is fantastic it's just got such limited capacity so you'll have a family in in crisis and they have to wait weeks or months Mm -hmm. to get into therapy or you'll have a child in crisis needing you know, maybe an inpatient bed, mm-hmm. and you have families waiting months right. with a child yeah. in crisis. Uh, I don't think this is unique to our area, and I'm not trying to point fingers at all. Mm-hmm. I know that the infrastructure here, I, I know the people who work on it, and they're great people, but to help them, right. if I had a magic right. wand, what I would love is to have so much capacity. I'd like excess capacity. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we have to live in a world where everything is so limited. Right. Let's have extra beds. Yes. It's okay. Let's have therapists with days with only a handful of clients and then maybe they're reading or researching or taking care of their own mental health right. in between. Like right. we don't right. need everything to be – we don't need the situation or the uh, everything to be so stressed. Right. Absolutely. Um, so anyway, if yeah. I had a magic wand, I would want just no weight, no cost, and um, – a lot of different kinds of yeah, help. I was just going to say that too. Yeah, some um, specialized yes. help too. Yeah, yeah, so people that specialize in working with the trans community yes. or, you know, I know, for instance, friends of mine, well, friends of ours mm-hmm. who are black would <laughs> like the opportunity to see black therapists, right. you know, that kind of thing. Without having to travel. Without, yes. Like yeah. to yeah, another place. Yeah. So. so if I had a magic oh, wand. Absolutely. <laughs> that would be That would be amazing. Yeah. All right, what about one more from you? Uh, one more. So I was seeing, I was sharing with you this morning how I was, you know, I I, um, I look at TikTok. You do <laughs> so, love your TikTok. So I'm like sh- ashamed of No this, shame. But like, anyway, so <laughs> there are uh, there are a lot of TikTokers, you know, from other countries who are now living in the United States. And mm-hmm. they, they their, their spiel is that, you know, what's weird about living in the U.S. compared to the rest of the world? Um, but one TikToker that it really resonated, I'm like, heck yeah, this is this is something that I would love to change, is that um, we don't have universal child care mm-hmm. um, or accessibility for all folks to have quality child care. There's a big price tag for families mm-hmm. who, who want the best child care for their little ones. Um, and I think it should just be part of like the natural pipeline in a school. Yes. So yeah, you have you have a baby, then mm-hmm. you have childcare. There are plenty of slots available um, in your community, and then they just make their way to school, and it's a natural transition without any kind of barriers. I so would totally love that. do that. Yeah. That would solve so many problems yes. for so many people. Absolutely. Um, I would add to that. So, mm. And also some really great maternity, paternity. Yes. Leave. Leave. <laughs> so that maybe you're home for the first six months, mm-hmm. the first year. Right. Um, and then maybe we could have, again, we could have a system that has a little slack in it. Yes. It doesn't have yes. to be. You know, so rigid. So rigid and so close to the bone. Right. So. Right. 
Or, you know, this is the way things have been done, you know, for 20 years. So yeah. let's just keep doing it. It's just not working. Yes. It's not working. And, and, I, and I'm pretty sure it didn't work then either. I agree. <laughs> and I think the people, again, in the system would be the first to say this. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So. You got another one? I do. This is small. This is really small. So this is like, you know, a genie grants you three wishes and your third wish, you say, I want infinite wishes. And so then you can just start getting down mm-hmm. to the nitty gritty of like really small wishes. This is a small wish. Okay. But I have for so long wanted this. I want to see Clemens Center Parkway and mm. Denison Parkway, Clemens Center in Elmira, Denison and Corning, slow down. Yes. Slow yes. down. I don't want to rush across four lanes of traffic. Oh, right. In a downtown urban setting. Right. Where I'm trying to live my life on my feet Mm -hmm. and I'm playing Frogger. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yes, absolutely. So, um, again, great plans exist. Mm -hmm. So I'm putting – this is, again, like manifesting. Putting it out there. Big fan of slowing down those two roads. Right. And I don't know, because I don't live in Corning, um, but in Elmira, there the, the number of accidents that have happened mm-hmm. on Clemens Center Parkway, and I was actually in one of those. Yes, you were. Um, n- not necessarily the speed of the parkway, the speed of the driver and running a red light, but still, nevertheless, um, it's, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's just too big it of a is. road for that part of town. Absolutely. That's all. Yeah. yeah. No. So. I feel like we could fix that. I know, right? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like a lot of these things could mm-hmm. be fixed, small or big. Um, we don't really actually need magic wands. We just need really thoughtful public policy and planning. Absolutely. So that, that's what it is, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. good thing we're going to be working on this for the rest of our careers. Yes. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> all right. So mm-hmm. as we look forward to, obviously, all of those problems being solved, mm-hmm. um, what are you looking forward to more in the short term? Um, back to school. The best. <laughs> the best. And not because I want my 14-year-old to get out of my house and back to school. <laughs> and that's a little bit part I mean, of it. Maybe 1%. <laughs> maybe 1%. No. I do love him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually really excited for it. He's, he's going to be a freshman this year, mm-hmm. so I'm excited for everything that that's going to bring. But um, more importantly, like just the whole back-to-school energy. Yes. School supply shopping. I'm not going to talk about the scent. <laughs> no, it's just like unwrapping new pencils, sharpening yes. pencils, getting paper, all the all of the stuff um, that, that goes with um, getting ready and freshened up for a brand new year. Um, hopes and aspirations and everything else that go along with that. But um, in our community, we're really fortunate to have a lot of back-to-school events for kids and families. Mm-hmm. Um, and two that I um, stumbled upon, I'm sure there's going to be more. Um, so August 21st, which is coming up, it's a Sunday, Lake Street in Elmira is having a block party. Oh, cool. Where they'll have food and music and entertainment and things like that. But for the first 200 students that come, they're each going to receive a backpack full of school supplies. So that's right here in, in Elmira. Then there's another one on September 3rd at the L, which is typically a concert venue. Yeah. It's in that, Breezeport, that's what right? I was thinking. Okay. But they're doing a huge thing from 11 to 5 on September 3rd. Food, supplies... Uh, school supplies, free haircuts, like everything is free. The only thing you have to do is register, um, and you can find information about that um, online or on mm-hmm. Facebook. Just search the L back to school, and you can find lots of information there. So 
Um, but as we start learning about other back-to-school events, um, we'll post that on our Facebook page and the Good Works Together page. And Yeah, we'll help yep. get the word out. Help get the um, word out. Yep. Because they are, you're absolutely right. Every nook and cranny mm-hmm. of our community has events like that. Yeah. And um, I want everyone out there to take advantage of yeah. them and go out and help their kids get pumped. Absolutely. And if you're interested in donating new school supplies or backpacks, there's... A host oh, of organizations at, like EOP, Catholic Charities, mm-hmm. for instance, Salvation Army and Corning, the Kids Cafe um, would obviously be, you know, willing to take whatever you'd like to donate. Yeah. All right, then. Yeah. How are you? Well, <laughs> it's sort of similar. I'm just so looking forward to fall. Mm-hmm. As we said earlier, it is my favorite season. Mm-hmm. I love it. I look forward all year. Fall is magical it here is. in the Finger Lakes. Um, I'm so done with sweating. So done. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. And so ready for fall everything, that like sort of crisp air that comes mm-hmm. with it. Um, but two things come to mind immediately. One is apple picking. Yes. Yes. And, those of us who live here are so lucky because we're surrounded by orchards mm-hmm. and so many opportunities to go apple picking. Um, so I'd love to do that. And then harvest happens. Harvest, yes. um, and, you know, it's funny. We think about summer and all the great fruits and veggies and everything that's at the farmer's market and such. But there's something about harvest mm-hmm. at the end of that season. Um, it it really helps you see, you know, everything come full circle and, you know, you harvest it all. Yeah. And then we let the world quiet down and, and go dormant a little bit so that the ground can be ready to grow food for us next year. Right. I think that's the magical thing about living where we live mm-hmm. is that we have such distinct um, seasons mm-hmm. and each one is for a different purpose. But I love the idea of like tucking in, hunkering down yes. in winter to prepare for you know, spring and rebirth. Rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. So there's something about fall that transition um, feels so good. It's mm-hmm. so soothing to me. So mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to it. And we just have many, many ways to celebrate yes, it around here. Yeah. But put on a sweater. Oh, just <laughs> a sweater. A sweater. <laughs> yes. Um, and, mm-hmm. and live our best fall lives. Absolutely. All of a sudden, we're all the protagonists in Hallmark movies. Yes, we are. <laughs> Making chili at home, yes. cup of hot chocolate, oh. yeah, all of the things. Yes. So, well, thanks for the chat, Sarah. Yeah, this was fun. This was really fun. Um, I really enjoyed talking about this. I liked talking about the magic that could happen and does happen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so. Did we want to say? I'm sorry to cut you out. Did we want to say though, for those of you that are listening out there, that if you have a, yes. if you had a magic wand, what would you do yes. to help? Um, our community. Um, you can either head to our Facebook group, Good Works Together. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have a post there so you can add your thoughts or heck, send us an email. Yeah, Info an email. at communityfund.org. What would your what would your magic be? If yeah. you had the magic wand, what would you choose? What would your wish be? Um, I have a feeling some of these wishes are probably actually attainable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's get to work. Yeah. Well, thank you, Sarah, and thank you all for listening to the latest episode of the Good Works Podcast.